Good morning, my brothers and sisters. It is April 11th. It's the 28th day of quarantine in Akron. It is, most importantly, Holy Saturday. I'd like to take you to a moment after the crucifixion. So yesterday was Good Friday, and uh, the account is from Matthew 27. And verse 51. So this is at the moment of Jesus' death, and I'd like to highlight a particular person who's actually not Jesus. Verse 51, Matthew 27, 51. Behold, uh, this is our fit, verse 50 says, Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth shook. And the rocks were split. Uh, Luke says that the sun's light failed at this moment. And then we find out something that they find out later. Uh, the tombs were opened and the bodies of the saints who had been fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. And then this is the part. When the centurion and those who were with him kept watch over Jesus, saw the earthquake and what took place, they were filled with awe and said, truly, this was the Son of God. So yesterday we mentioned from Isaiah 53 that this beating and the crucifixion was so horrible that people didn't want to look at him. They hid their faces from how bad the, the beatings and the mocking, mockings were. But there was a group of people whose job it was to watch him and to literally keep watch over Jesus. So they were in charge of the crucifixion. Verse 54, when the centurion and those who were with him, keeping watch over Jesus... So their job was to keep watch over Jesus, to execute him. And then they are front and center to this earthquake and to what took place. So what was it that took place? So that was from Matthew. In, um, in Mark it says, and this emphasizes my point, that the centurion wasn't not watching Jesus, he was watching Jesus. And when the centurion who stood facing him, the centurion stood right in front of Jesus, facing him, watching what was going on. And when he saw that in this way he breathed his last, the way that Jesus died and endured all this, he said, truly, this man was the Son of God. So this reminds me of uh, the great passage in First Peter that talks about the way that Jesus died, the way that he suffered. And uh, in the passage in First Peter, he's encouraging the, the, the recipients of the letter, saying, hey, you're going to have to do some suffering, and when you do, look to Jesus, because he did it the best. So he says, for to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you leaving you an example that you might follow in his steps. And then it describes the way Jesus suffered. 
He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, which he certainly was on the cross and before, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, probably like everybody else who ended up on a cross. Then it says what Jesus did, but continued entrusting himself to the one who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. By the way he died, he gives us the both the power as well as the example of how we should suffer. So my main point today is that the centurion goes from keeping watch, seeing an earthquake, seeing the way Jesus dies, and then it says, they were filled with awe, which is a great start. There's a lot of things that can fill us with great awe. We saw uh, an eclipse a couple years ago, and we were filled with awe. But then they go the extra step. At least the centurion and maybe those that were with him uh, say, said or say, truly this was the Son of God. So they went from awe to belief. So my thought today is the events of resurrection, the events of crucifixion, the events of righteous suffering. May it bring us from awe, which certainly any innocent bystander would get to that point, to the next step, which is belief. So let me pray for us. Lord, I pray the scripture and the truths of the scripture for my brothers and sisters. I pray, Lord, that we may go from the events of Holy Week, the events of this crucifixion, and tomorrow the events of the resurrection. And may we go that extra step from awe, from appreciation, from opening our eyes to keeping watch to the next step of belief in our hearts. Lord, we believe, help our unbelief.